That's right when you start. I know, I forgot. I forgot about that part. They told me, don't do that. Don't say that bad word. Oh, yeah, like, Susan, the code. The shashing. <laughs> no, I need the shashing. It's a necessary thing. We need it with the flantum flux capacitor. <laughs> what? Yo, get out of my ear with that shit. <laughs> yeah, what's good? Mm -mm. I don't got no makeup on, so my face is going to be bright red. Yeah, I've been outside, and I'm sure I'm sun-deprived, like over-sun-deprived from being uh, stuck in a house, avoiding these fucking clouds. Damn, stop cussing. I'm sorry. I just, I can't. I can't. My neck broke. Oh, my God. I can't believe I came in here without that. You see? I'm showing the true me, my true self, no makeup. Should have shaved too. Like, damn it. I need to go get like print panned up for y'all. It's Friday, but I'm taking the weekend, y'all. I'm tired. I have, I told y'all I have four fish died. Loner's been talking shit all week saying that I'm in inconsistent. He said he stopped following me. Mabby was not following me. I have not pushed for clips or anything. I have an I have a pile of <sighs> let's get to the show. What's beef? Beef? Beef is when you go home at night and you can't sleep. That's beef. One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever But as long as it's here Then we might as well shine together Better now than never Business before pleasure P. Diddy and the fam Who you know do it better Yeah, right, no matter what We air tight So when you hear something Make sure you hear right Don't make an ass out of yourself By assuming our music keeps you moving What are you proving? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby Fuck me, baby I'ma make you love me, baby Fucking crazy Ain't gonna get you nothing to show it's it got jammed up, it jammed up, it jammed up on David, on King David. My my sperm donor's name was David, so I can say on David. I'm sorry. You know what? Confession time. Welcome back to the Kasabian Lavo Show. What's going on, beautiful people? Uh, remember I told y'all Monday I wanted to say, hello world, or hello earth, because we're going to sell this shit to other planets. So I'm going to go, oh, I think I got one of those. Do I got the yub, 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 yub? Susan? See, beat that. Welcome back to the Xavier Live on Show, live from Las Vegas. This is episode 435. What's going on, beautiful people? It's, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's Friday. Uh. I'm going to be your host, Xavier, with talent on loan from God. Hello, Earth. Ooh, ooh, that sounds dope. Could you imagine the drop though? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I gotta think of something. I don't like that for the Martian people when they listen to the pod. They're gonna be like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, I don't know. Podding, just podding and shit. I was gonna come here and play some Nipsey shit because I felt like I was, I was, to be honest, I was pissed off. Uh, Loner 
He's upset because he said I'm not consistent. And I agree. Things have been topsy-turvy. We've moved this studio twice, and y'all ain't even noticed. It's almost the same. There's a couple new things, but almost the same. And I broke one of these shits. But anyway, I got one more move in me, and then everything should level out, and then all the fucking clips are going to come out. But I'm sorry. But again, I want I need an intro. I want to change the intro now to have something where I'm like, well, hello from Earth, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just something dope like that. But anyway, what's going on, beautiful people? My name is Xavier Lavo, and I'll be your host today with Talent on Loan from God. Let's get into the intro that ChatGPT wrote for the show. Yes, we use AI in this show. As a matter of fact, some of the team started to use AI to make the fucking clips. It's pretty dope. Welcome, everyone, to the Xavier Labo Show. Today, we're diving into some of the most interesting topics that have been making waves in the news recently. From the unbelievable success of the Netflix original series, Beef. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. David Chow is my new superhero. I fucking love that dude. It was weird to watch him on Rogan the first time. I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, I thought David Chow was dope. I thought he was odd. I didn't know who he was. After watching him on this, I fell in love with him. I just want to give him a big ass hug when I see him smoke weed with him. Uh, to the intriguing big pun documentary that's being released by WAC 100. That's big news, WAC. We'll be discussing all the latest developments in entertainment industry. And that's not all. Did you know that Guinness World Records stopped accepting record attempts? Yeah, I didn't know that shit either. Uh, we'll be unpacking the reasons why. Plus, we oh, we are. Plus, we've got the latest scoop on Elon Musk's recent appearance on the BBC. This is great because I don't know where ChatGPT got this from. And the United States plans to fight against the infamous cartel. Well, those plans, I hope, were bullshit. Well, we'll also be... <laughs> Did y'all hear what they were talking about? Oh, shit, that is terrifying. Well, <laughs> no, like, terrifying, terrifying. We'll also be talking about some new exciting releases, including Jonah Hill's Meaningful Existence uh, clothing line. It's a clothing line with Justin Hone. Um, it's pretty dope. Wait, what? Oh, no, no. And, uh, and Justin Hone, the... Uh, damn, why did y'all mix that up, stupid-ass shit? Justin Hone is not working with Jonah Hill on the clothes. Jonah Hill has a clothing com company. Justin Hone's is the senator or the, the councilman that was dismissed and reinstated within the same day we'll be covering all that and we'll be discussing the unjust detention of the wall street journal reporter you see that's what i'm not a reporter i'm not a journalist i'm a podcaster and this is an infotainment variety show that means i just get to talk shit and read the news to y'all but i can't i'm not going over there to interview people i don't give a shit do you understand i'm not putting my life at risk Anyway, we'll also be talking about DraftKings' new uh, NBA playoff song, which is pretty dope. And finally, we'll be taking a closer look at Trap Lord Ross's newest production, his King Von documentary, as well as Andre 3000's iconic appearance at the 1995 Vibe Awards and an announcement of Logic's group Halfbreed. So sit back, relax, and get ready for, for some exciting conversation. <laughs> hey, shout out to ChatGPT. ChatGPT killed that shit. We'll be covering all these topical and newsworthy things. Either way, it's been a long week. I know it feels like it's been uh it's been a long year already. I'm not even going front. It's been a lot longer than than I thought it should be. It feels dragged. And I know it's it's just the weather was so shit. The weather's finally got good and I'm excited about it. I just I know that 
changes are coming. Things are moving around. Like if y'all knew the insides of this, like how to get, it's just not fun when <laughs> you, it's only fun when you could just come here and like do this and just talk. And there's not so much behind the scenes bullshit, but it's not the thing, especially when you want to keep growing this. Like there's moves being made to make this thing bigger. And uh, it's just too much. I'm just tired because it just doesn't show. And no, fuck no, it just doesn't show. But anyway, Jonah Hill has a new clothing company. We'll get into it, but hold on because there's so much that happened. And I'm thinking about not doing Wednesday shows anymore. What do you guys think? Like, I think that I should do just longer Monday and Friday shows. And maybe we start doing something on the weekends. I want to do like a live weekend show and I could skip Wednesdays. The news cycles, because I'm avoiding politics and I'm not going to get into like just petty bullshit. The news cycles have been very dry and when politics comes, we could definitely jump back on Wednesdays and go crazy with the politics on Wednesdays. And I know a lot of people don't care for politics, but then there's a lot of people that give a huge fuck about politics. And guess what? Got to cover it all. And when it starts to get spicy out there, we got to start talking about what's really going on. And that might create more content. But I really don't want to drag out Wednesday shows with, with semi-good content or squeeze a Friday show out of a terrible Thursday. Like that, you got to remember, like I'm putting together Friday show off of what happens between Wednesday and Thursday and Thursdays have been dry as shit. The weather has been bad. Nobody's outside doing dumb shit. So it's hard to fucking, you know, have great news stories. The news has been pathetically fucking sad. I'm not covering those sad stories, unfortunately for, uh, well, no, fuck that. Fortunately for us, we don't have to cover those deep, dark, negative stories, man. I'm not going over all those mass shootings and there's nothing there. We know what happened. We can acknowledge it. We can rest in peace, everybody that was affected. And I hope we make changes. But I mean, it's the same conversation every time. I'm not doing that. We're not here for that. <sighs> but then I go, I don't want to not do Wednesdays. So I don't know. Maybe Wednesday will be like a freestyle show where I just look up topics and we just start reading shit off the computer, go back and forth. I don't know. How about that? How about that? Uh, I have a confession to make, and I think it's a sick confession because my the way my brain works, and y'all know my mental health journey has been very interesting, and as an adult, I've been learning myself, and after having a massive breakdown and understanding that I am completely full-blown, flu, I'm full-blown, I'm full-blown uh, uh, mentally unstable, <laughs> just at, at times. It's funny because even when I heard it, I was like, am I depressed or am I just stressed? And a doctor was like, oh, no, you're like clinically depressed. Like you need meds for chemical imbalance. And I was like, oh, shit. So like, I had to snap out of it. Like I had to catch myself. Um, That shit happened on the show. It, I was here. It was rough. And, you know, when when things get tough, it, it I just remember how I felt at that moment. And I go, man, I don't want to go there again. And not doing the show brings that back. Like I need the show to keep myself busy in a good way to express myself without blowing up. It's just difficult to not have an outlet. It really is. So that's why we do mental health Mondays in which we start discussing mental health. We talk about it extensively. I love to, you know, bring up what's going on with me, find out what's going on with y'all. The economy's fucked up. A lot of people are really hiding behind some shit, but I don't understand 
Vegas is behind. Like, we don't get hit right away like everybody else does. We're right behind the curb. So as things are happening in the country, we're not necessarily affected. Like, the food shortage and the overpricing of food didn't hit us till probably two months ago. Like, maybe on the long, maybe four months ago, maybe. But, I mean, people were dealing with food shortages and dealing with pricing that was insane for fucking almost a year and change. We, and we only had it for probably a month, month and a half. It really wasn't that bad. Vegas is very well ran. I really can't complain. And and during all these economic downturns and upturns and whatever's going on, there's going to be big changes in the town. There's going to be a lot of people that may lose their job. Uh, my friend owns a fucking video game company, and the company collapsed. They shut down. A boy got laid off. You know, they're contract workers. When they own the company, they work for the bigger companies. Bigger companies ain't hiring right now. Go home, my boy. There's no more work. That shit's tough. Business owners. I like doing what I do now as opposed to being a business owner. I can't lie. Being a business owner was fun, but I didn't find the job where I didn't work all the time. And that's my question from here out as an adult for business owners. If you could work, or excuse me, if you couldn't work for a year, could you still have the same lifestyle? If not, then you don't have a business. You have a job. You've built yourself a job. And I wasn't happy with a job. If that was what I was doing, then I would go full out into real estate, get all these investment properties and just live off of the residuals because there's nothing for me then. What's the point? I don't need something that I have to do. I need something that I want to do. There's a big difference. And if you can't take a year off and live your life and you have to be that attached to the business, it's like, it's a job. It's a job. Take it how you want to take it. That shit is a job. And unfortunately, a lot of people confuse owning a business for buying themselves a job. Like you put yourself in a permanent job. That's, it's amazing that you've done that. But for me, that's not progress in life. And I'm good. Jonah Hill is a great example of someone who's always progressing in life. This kid's been writing movies since he was a teenager. So the fact that Jonah is 37, 38 years old and still doing new things creatively, it's fun to watch. And I give Jonah a lot of shit because when Jonah does his like press runs, Jonah's like a repetitive fucking robot because he's just programmed. And I love Jonah. I just want to hug Jonah and just say, it's all right, Doug. Nobody. It's all right. You're good. Stories at a complex. Jonah Hill has formed a brand new meaningful existence. Or excuse me, a brand called Meaningful Existence, which insists it's, excuse me, wait, he, let me just start this over because I thought this was some whole nother shit. And this was all written on Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> Jonah Hill's formed a brand called Meaningful Existence, which insists that it speaks to spread joy through the universe by monetizing happiness and is definitely not a cult. What are we covering? The 39-year-old actor, director. Okay, what else is Jonah? Writer, old model-looking ass. Go ahead, Jonah. Uh, teased the launch along Real Housewives star Lisa Renee at a recent Lakers game. The two appeared courtside at the LA's April 7th game against the Suns wearing matching sweats adorned with the company's logo. You know who's got dope merch? Or not merch. It's a weed company. It's Seth. Seth Rogen's weed company? Oh, man, bro. That is it's an experience. This could be like that. That's why it could be dope. Because they always make things like... They go all out. Like, they, they OD-OD. So I could appreciate this. Sons uh, that was wearing matching adornments with the company's logo. Hill 
in a weird Al adjacent wig. Oh yeah, he was wearing a wig. Why? That was uh okay. Uh, in the center of the meaningful existence, it says uh, Prophet Ezekiel. Pro- excuse me, Prophet Ezekiel, Prophet, a renowned spiritual guru, master of finance, and world class conch blower. Seems like a decent place to mention Hill is set to play Jerry Garcia. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know what Joan is doing, but the fucking sweaters had all types of happy smiley faces and shit on them, okay? I thought that shit was dope. Shout out to Jonah for that. So there's a councilman who I missed the whole shit, but I know that he was kicked out and then hired back. Stories out of NBC News. The councilman suspended the rules to allow an immediate vote on Jones' seat less than an hour later. Jones was sworn in and... Wait. Um, The backstory was he did something they weren't happy with, so they got rid of him, which I didn't even know that you could just get rid of council council people due to you not liking some shit they did. Like, what happened to voting and democracy? Like, what do you mean we're just going to kick you out because we don't like this shit? Like, what? 2023... And they, they got away with saying, yeah, you got to get the fuck out. Like, it was him and a few other people. So this was beyond me that it was a real case. I didn't really want to talk about it, but it was so fast they got him back. It was like, no shit. We're supposed to. You don't know. The overreach. Uh, he was sworn in on the Capitol steps, and congratulations to uh, Mr. Jones. The National Metropolitan Council voted Monday to return. I don't know why I can't say council. I say cancel. Council, council, council. Is it council or council? Council voted Monday to re- to return Justin Jones to the state legislator after he was removed last week by Recover- Republicans for protesting gun violence on the House floor. Again, I did not know you could remove somebody just for protesting. What the fuck? Can you not have an opinion about a bill? Can you not say something about a bill that doesn't ruffle somebody's feathers for them to remove you? Holy shit, that's intense. The 36 council members on Monday's meeting unanimously supported reinstating Jones. The council had suspended its rule to allow an immediate vote instead of holding a month-long nomination period. Less than an hour later, Jones was sworn on the Capitol steps where he raised... (sighs) I appreciate our culture. So when you see somebody go like this, and they're in a position of power power, where you know motherfuckers looking at him like he got his spot back. And he's letting you know he's mm, I love that shit. Man, he stood on the cap on the state capitol with his fist up, high in the air. While the chambers supported the chant, welcome home. Good for him. Welcome home and congratulations to him. Oh shit, my bad. Why do I always hit the wrong fucking button? Congratulations to him. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. And again, I didn't know it was so simple as, oh, I didn't like the fact that you protested something that we're gonna remove you. That's kind of scary. Like, I thought that was a process for things. That's amazing. I want to welcome back democracy, back to the people. Ooh, I just hit the camera. To the people's house, Jones said in a speech on the house floor, I want to thank you all, not for what you did, but for awakening the people of the state, partially the young people, particularly the young people. I can't read today. Thank you for reminding us of the struggle for justice and the fight is won in every generation. And congratulations, this is a big deal. And I hope a lot of young people do wake up to this type of shit and they see what's going on. You know, you get mad at the judges, you get mad at the court systems, and you get mad at everything that we have, but we're not taking these seats. 
We're not putting ourselves in the positions of power to get the people that we don't like out of power so that we can have justice and more balance. We need to work together to uh, make real change. At the end of the day, if we don't participate, then how the fuck are we going to make any type of rules? That's just how that goes. It's a real thing. It's a real, real thing. Honestly, I got an eyelash in my contact. So there's a Wall Street Journal reporter that's being held by Russia. This is fucking terrifying because I'm a podcaster and not a journalist. I want to make sure we get that shit clear. Uh, From the Wall Street Journal, the State Department on Monday designated as wrongfully detained Evan Grokovich? Grokovich. Evan, a Wall Street Journal reporter who was arrested by Russian security surveillance last month and held on accusations of espionage that the Journal and the U.S. government vehemently denied. I don't think he was a spy. I really think he was just a journalist, and I know he seems terrified. Mr. Grokovicius's case now shifts to the State Department section known as the Office of Special President's Envoy for Hostage Affairs. So, this is not like a for fakesies. This is a for realsies. And this is kind of scary for this guy because you got to think he was just doing his job. He's just watching. He's journaling. That's why I pod, because I'm not going to journal. And speaking of pod... Pod wars are in full swing. If you've been paying attention, Joe Budden's been going back and forth. Well, it's not really a back and forth. It's kind of like, let me just stop that shit. It's kind of like um, clearing the air. Joe's in a position where he can finally step up and say what he has to say, and he has. Rory and Ma have continuously said what they said, but I mean, for me, uh, I don't know financially what's going on with Rory and Ma. I don't know what their deal was. I hope it wasn't like a music deal. Right. I hope you're not taking advances for your shows. I hope nobody takes an advance. When it, you make a talk show, you are content. If excuse me, if you have a production team, if you have a legitimate producer, if you're the producer, if you're putting together hours of content that you can package and sell on television, you better not take a fucking advance. You're worth more than an advance. You're a salary. They sell the ads. You get money. Fuck out of here. Rush Limbaugh is making 130, 140 million every two to three years. That shit was crazy how much bread he was making. 30 and 40 million dollars a year. Shit wasn't no advance. It was 30 or 40 million in his pocket. If you out here taking a $10 million advance, you a fucking fool. Yeah, you're going to end up recording in your fucking house too on the couch with two fucking LED lights. I don't blame Joe for hitting them hard. They came at him, they pummeled him. I mean, I even felt the way when I heard what was happening. But after looking at the whole thing and all the dust, dust settling, at, at some point you have to move on. And yes, yeah, pot wars. Fuck flip. That's all I got. I'm really not good at this shit. I really like all y'all. Fuck you, An- Andrew. Fuck you, Andrew Schultz. You look like you look like that fucking you look like the fucking guy from Spider Man. Fuck you. And fuck fuck you, Ice. How about that, bitch? I'm sorry. I don't mean that. Fuck you, Joe. And the network. Is it believable? Fuck you, Joe. Freaking it's bad business. Fuck you, Joe. I don't know. I don't. I, Power Wars. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Just talk about me. Fuck you, Flip. I don't know, bro. I don't care. I don't, I'm not going to do dumb shit for people. Like, God forbid, I went around talking about the same fucking problem for three fucking years. Like, I'm good. Fuck you, Joe. 
That's all I got, dog. Powers. Fuck you, Joe. Hey, so I saw some dope shit about the NBA doing some type of mixtape or something, and it had something to do with a bunch of rappers, and I thought that was dope. Stories out of boardroom. The NBA postseason's in full swing and in the spirit of celebration. A few of the most respected artists in the hip-hop game have teamed up to record an all-new track expected to be heard on air during this week's slew of matches. Oh, shit. Feels like the 90s. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Dropping Wednesday and the son of a bitch. They already, it fucking dropped already. In the midst of the tournament, the gameplay is going to pay homage in hoops culture inspired by both. The co- Really? Is that what this shit was about? Is it, It's not going to be like... Y'all remember that one? Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, when it was doing the basketball. And <laughs> so it's just a song about a bunch of rappers and basketball, uh, both competition and lifestyle, the hard work and the hardwood and how basketball is so special. Rick Ross, Fat Joe, J.D. Kiss, shit, Styles P of the Locks are featured on the track produced by Set Free Richardson, Bubba and Grands, Mike Cuz and DraftKings. Oh shit, DraftKings produced the shit too? Damn, I ain't know DraftKings had like that. Shout out to DraftKings. That shit is wild. So, I have a confession. I have a strange affection for people that are very charismatic. And killers are very charismatic. Warning, this part of the show is not for the faint of heart. And it might break your heart. It is what it is. This is potting. The Columbine kids were the first vloggers. And it's sad that it was them. They were. Shit wasn't on YouTube. They filmed everything they were doing up until the day that they died on VHS. If you watch it, it's hard to say you don't like them. I don't give a fuck how you feel about what they did. I understand they are horrible, horrible, horrible people. But you like them. It's strange, and you watch, and you don't understand, and you kind of fall in love with these fucking kids, and you go, man, this ain't right. And you see what they do, and you go, man, why do I like these motherfuckers? They're charismatic. They've gone through some shit. They have grit. It makes for a combination of one hell of a person. It really does. King Von, no different. What we saw with him was an amazing musical talent. I mean, like, my chest, there go my damn chest again. Um, I've been, this is like the third time this week with my chest hurting again. Anyway, um, his talent probably drowned out the monster that he was. I'm captivated completely. I, bro, I haven't sat down to watch three hours of anything since the fucking MCU and they killed my dad on fucking when they killed Iron Man, my dad. That was the last time I sat down this long for a fucking thing. And I'm not done yet. Like, I need to go find a four hour because I want to see the uncensored shit and I want to understand it more. And then I got to go watch documentary of K.I. The love story of two people trying to kill each other, falling in love with each other. And then eventually. He kills her. That's what they said, right? That shit was crazy. Can't help but love him. Charismatic, smiles in the camera. He's a handsome boy. Big ass smile. You see every fucking tooth in his mouth. That boy, from ear to ear. What up, y'all? Smiling, happy. 
Don't know the pain that boy suffers. Don't understand what that boy is capable of doing. That was a boy. Those were little kids. They didn't even have mustaches yet. And they were shooting at each other like that. I don't know how I feel about these things. I never thought I'd grow old to think these types of thoughts. I'm not a journalist. I never thought I would be. I just wanted to talk. But my interest have probably now taken me to a position where I have to consider being a journalist, right? Meaning where I have to probably put more time into certain stories and, and explore what uh trap lore has done. Ross has done is spectacular. He should have a deal with discovery Viacom HBO. He needs that. All his shit needs to have, some money put behind it for, and it's a phenomenal, phenomenal. He is so good at delivering the fucking message, but put the money behind it, make it big Hollywood, give him all the research he needs. And that, that motherfucker right there, bro, I promise you trap Lord Ross, man, bro. He's like, I don't know who, who's like the, I don't know uh, Rafael Rivera. I don't fucking know. He was like, he he's, I don't even know how to describe this kid. He tells such a compelling story without giving you any fluff. I thought he was all bullshit, but he's just a fan. A very interested fan. And he tells one hell of a fucking story. If you haven't seen the story of King Von Rap's serial killer, yeah, go watch it. Go get mesmerized. It's Friday. Get yourself some popcorn, maybe some cervezas, maybe some cervezas. Maybe make some tacos tonight, you and your old lady, and watch you some King Von shit. I can't stop thinking about this fucking kid for the past three days is all I can think about. It's driving me crazy. I can't believe how captivated I am by what he did. Scary. It really is. I don't even need to read this shit because he killed it. Trap Lord killed it. And um, the next story is obviously a more important story anyway. Fuck Joe Budden. Oh, this is not believable. This is not like I mean it. Fuck you, Joe. Okay. Uh, fuck Parks. What's up, Parks? I fuck with you, dog. I do it on my lonely. When you want I'm like lonely. I fucking love Parks. I'm <laughs> my bad, Parks. I don't mean to, man. I'm sorry, guys. I gotta talk shit about y'all because if not, nobody's gonna. Fuck you, Joe Budden. I can't even fake it and say fuck Charlemagne. I don't even think anybody cares if I said that. Fuck you, Joe Budden. Fuck Melissa, too. I'm sorry, Melissa Ford. I don't even know you, ma'am. I apologize, ma'am. I shouldn't be speaking to you in that manner. You are a senior, and I apologize for speaking to you. Fuck you, Ish. You old fucking old man. Are you my dad, Ish? I'm just asking. My my father was from Perth and Boy. Kind of looking like, Doug. <laughs> kind of looking like. But fuck you. I fuck Ish, and I fuck Ish and Ish. Fuck ISIS. Fuck ISIS too, by the way. And fuck you, Flip. I don't know. I really feel like if you do that long enough, somebody's going to believe it. But I, I really like you guys. I'm sorry. Fuck you, Burt Kreischer. Fucking Pod Wars. Fuck you, Rory and Maul. I like y'all too. Fuck you, academics. Motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know if I believe this shit. This next story is compelling because logic is compelling stories out of hip-hop dx 
Logic has teamed up with a longtime friend and collaborator C. Castro to form a brand new rap group called Halfbreed. But it looks like fans are divided over the announcement. What has begun as what some fans believe to be an April Fool's joke apparently is coming to fruition. On April 8th, the Maryland MC took to Instagram where he shared an album cover for the upcoming project alongside a potential release date for the group's EP. Me and my brother uh, at C.Castro301 have officially formed a rap group called At Halfbreed and are releasing an EP on Monday the 10th at 9 p.m. PST. Love to the fans, y'all. Hashtag Rat Pack. Hashtag Halfbreed. I don't know what that means, but when your existence is just talking about the color of your skin and shit like this, it's just pathetic. I've told y'all before, I'm black and white too, but because my parents are both Puerto Ricans, I'm just Puerto Rican. I can't even say no shit like you. That shit's weird. Like, you look at my dad and go, oh, he's black or he's mixed. And he'll go, I'm Puerto Rican. You look at my mom and go, that's a white lady. And she'll go, nope, Puerto Rican. It's the craziest shit. I don't know how to explain it, but Puerto Ricans are very interesting. But if I walk around like, oh, I'm fucking mixed, I'm mixed, I'm mixed. I don't even consider myself mixed. It's not a thing. That shit is so strange to me. Like, I don't get, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. That whole interview with his daddy where he called his daddy the N-word and shit. Like, that looked like the most awkward shit ever. And I don't even know if that's his dad. I'm going to say it. Fuck Joe Budden. All right? Sorry, Joe. I'm just... Joe, I got to do... I got to do what I got to do, dog. Play some of that Drake shit under this when we cut out. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. Fucking Paw Wars. It's up and it's stuck. Joe. It's... Stuck. Joe, it's stuck. <laughs> and uh, it's Friday. I got three documentaries to watch, and I made a pernil. So if you know what a pernil is, it's Puerto Rican pork. We'll get into that later. I was going to do the cooking show, but after I heard Nori say what he said, I deleted all the files. Y'all never see that cooking show ever. Fuck that. And that was today's show. I think they're going to make me stop playing other people's music, too. I know. Oh, my bad. And that's it. My name is Sabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. When she hit the stage, my